0: Hey there, fellow conductors of the Metaphysical Examination, and welcome to The Crossroads. This is episode 320. Happy Memorial Day weekend to all of our United States listeners out there. Hope you're out there enjoying your uh, three-day weekend with a barbecue, a dog, a burger, uh, hopefully you're outdoors, uh, and having some fun. But in the meantime, we have some great Ghostbusting podcasting coming your way. We're going to talk about a certain release date, possibly for an animated movie. We're going to talk about Ghostbusters 101 number three. whole bunch of stuff. Stay tuned. Still Playing With Toys.net presents The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad The biggest podcast since 1909 So free News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters Are you the key master? Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin
1: and Chris Stewart Don't look at me, I think these people are completely nuts
0: Woo! So you had your three-day weekend this past weekend, we have our three-day weekend. Uh, this yeah. weekend,
1: that's right. It's Memorial Day weekend for you guys. Yep. Victoria Day weekend. Victoria
0: day. Did, you, uh, did you get out of town, or were you uh, just taking advantage of having the day off? Uh, no, uh, I had
1: some fam- family visiting, and we got mm. in the car and took the ferry across to Vancouver Island, and oh, nice. hung for a couple of days. And oh, that's great. Came home and barbecued, and
0: yeah, that sounds like a great three-day. Like, that's what I should be doing with my Memorial Day weekend, right. but I am not. I'm spring cleaning. To earn,
1: turn, we turn towards the England and uh, you know uh, supplicated ourselves for like, the queen. You I was know the usual say, thing.
0: Do you bow? Do you curtsy? Do you uh, <laughs> do you take a knee? Is it like bending the knee for the queen? I don't know how that quite works. That's,
1: well, no, it's Canada. It's mostly just eat hot dogs and drink beer.
0: Drink a few beers.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Yes, which means um, which is weird because it means. We still have Memorial Day long weekend movie openings just like you guys. Right. Only right. work days are still the same, so there's strange things like people going, I'm going to the seven o'clock and such and such on Thursday night and I was like, Why? That doesn't open until tomorrow. I was like, No.
0: Oh no, yeah, that's absolutely Phantom long weekend. long weekend. Yeah, exactly. Go go see those movies now. Go see what was it? It's like Pirates and Alien and a whole bunch of movies. Yeah.
1: Covenant oh, and Wonder Woman.
0: Yeah, Wonder Woman. Last
1: weekend. Wonder Woman is next weekend. This yeah. weekend is Pirates weekend. Oh,
0: my God. Every weekend. Yo-ho-ho. Ho, another movie. Bottle of rum. That's right. Uh, well, hey, so speaking of uh, our, our British friends, uh, I thought we should quick, you know, do, do a shout out to uh, all the people in Manchester, because I know that we have the Welsh Ghostbusters uh, listening and... Uh, a few of our our uh, fa- franchises across the pond who yeah. uh, may have been affected by everything that happened there so
1: there's a number a number of good teams in the UK there and uh and uh, uh the uh the various kingdoms
0: the var- united, yeah, the various of the united part. yeah exactly yeah. but uh, so so regardless you know we hope you're all safe we uh we know a lot of you have Hurting hearts uh, because of, of things that have been happening, but uh, I do know that uh, the NHS is still looking for blood. Uh, so you know, be, I, knowing that they had their quota of blood and then they were looking for more, I think any anybody who wants to donate blood over there, you know, uh, go go check that out. So if you're listening to this and you're in the area, you can find a donation center by going to blood.co.uk, and uh, they'll they'll point you toward the places that uh, need your donation. But Yeah. Uh, thinking about you guys and, uh, hope, hope everybody out there is, is doing well, uh, as, as best as can be expected. So, uh, but regardless, we've got a good show coming up for you guys. We've got, uh, lots of news. Um, I have on the rundown, ladies and gentlemen, like a two paragraph thing here that we're going to talk some speculation about some dates. We had, uh, somebody out there that was doing a beautiful mind writing on their window thinking that they've discovered the future of Ghostbusters so we're going to talk about that (laughs) Uh, but yeah lots lots to talk about including Ghostbusters 101 number 3 which we'll also kind of delve into Um, again we'll we'll do a a big cyclotron for that but uh, number 3 is a fantastic issue so uh, Chris you and I would be remiss if we didn't say something about it of course Uh, but yeah so lots lots of stuff coming up you want to just jump into it sure all right here we go Hey, guys. Peter, I have some news from the world of Gozer.
1: I got some pretty cool stuff cooking up over
0: here. If you want to just turn your head, Multiplanar,
1: Curly, and emanation. Now, yeah, well, here's your next month's cover of GQ. Check out the aura on this sucker.
0: All right, Chris, let's start. Let's start with the speculation game. Let's. No. Let's, <laughs> I hate speculating. I know. I know. Well, here's because we haven't really talked about this and you know we we usually try to keep just to the news we try not to talk about rumors we try not to talk about speculation um but i think that this is kind of a fun one um, because our our friends out there at gB universe news they saw at the licensing expo that sony pictures has planted a flag on july 24th 2020 for an, uh, an untitled animated film. Now, that could mean anything. It could mean uh, Smurfs 2, it could mean they're going to plan a Angry Birds 3, we have no idea. But uh, it did lead to some interesting speculation, and I think we have a few clues that we can sort of start drawing to maybe that is the date for the Ghostbusters animated film. Um, so let's, let's kind of run through the facts and then Chris, maybe you and I can talk about a few things here, but sure. So we know that, uh, the Spider-Man animated film, the hotel Transylvania three, what are we on? Two, three. Three. I think we're on three three at this point. Both of those hit in 2018. Uh, we also know that angry birds two hits on, uh, 2019. So, okay. Those are their three other big animated films that we know that they're working on. Uh, Surf's Up was the other big animated franchise that Sony had, and I think that's done. I don't think we're going to be seeing any more of those films. So that leaves this July 2020. What could that be? Now, some people are saying that could be a Spider-Man sequel film, um, which would make sense because if the first one comes out in 2018, knowing that the lead time is about two years uh, for an animated film, sure, that makes sense. Maybe they've staked a claim to do another uh, animated Spider-Man film. Um, But, so let's... Let's do a little tale of the tape of things that we do know. So we do know when we talked to Ivan Reitman and Dan Aykroyd uh, back during the VR uh, event, which you can hear that podcast, that was our 100th episode where we talked to both of them. They both told us us that they were still working on a script. And that was April, like mid-April, early early to mid-April that we talked to them. So if they're still working on a script, let's say about a month ago, there's a good chance they're probably still working on that script as you listen to this uh, at the end of May, early June. Um, but that said, we're here at 2017. We know that the film was originally announced for 2019. So if they're still working on the script, knowing the two year lead time, it's still feasible for that movie to come out in 2019. But we do know that they've already staked a claim for Angry Birds 2 for 2019. Why would they compete against themselves? All right. Interesting. Uh, so 2020 starts to make sense. Now... Things that are not tail of the Tape, uh, I'm trying to remember who who said it, Chris, and maybe you can recall, but I know on the Ghostbusters 101 cover that had the JL5 2020 that we've seen on the Ecto-1A, somebody was saying, oh, there was a misprint in there that it's July 5th, 2020. Uh, No, I think that's reading too much into it. I don't think that uh, the cover artists on Ghostbusters 101 know uh, what's happening there. But um, what else do we have? Oh, IMDb. Okay, so there's there's some uh little bit of a little bit of uh fact which I don't know if we can trust IMDb, but we do know that Fletcher Moles has been the director of the film for quite some time listed on IMDb. But a couple of weeks ago, they updated that to filming, which for an animated film is not quite filming. Obviously that means like production or storyboarding or something has happened. So if that happened at the end of April, they were working on a script end of April. Hope you guys are following here. If you've got your chalk on the, the dry erase board or no, chalk on a dry erase board, your chalk on your chalkboard. I know how things work. Chalk More on matter. the
1: dry erase board will ruin it.
0: It will, it will ruin it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so, so yeah, Fletcher mules, uh, but a couple of weeks ago they updated that process, um, the status to filming and they added a second director, Darren Nefcy. Uh, so that was that was interesting, too. At the same time that they switched the status, they added a second director to it. And Darren, um, well, so so Fletcher Moules, uh he's a props guy. He worked on uh, Star Wars Attack of the Clones, I want to say, and, and a couple other big films like The Matrix. Um, but not necessarily, he's not a big animation guy. Uh, Darren is the creator and showrunner of star vs. the forces of evil, which is on Disney XD. So it makes sense if they've got a script that everybody likes and they're going to start production and Fletcher doesn't really know animation that well, maybe they hired a co-director to come on and help him through the production process. So that, that actually makes a lot of sense. So maybe the movie is actually going forward. Um, so, all right. So reasons why, Oh oh, and one more thing that I should add before you and I start <laughs> chatting about this chris this is this is more for the deposition here. Uh,
1: I stopped listening when you brought the Illuminati in frankly
0: <laughs> if you if you fold a dollar bill no uh, star versus the forces of evil, one of the uh, the voice actors on that show Maurice Lamarche. so uh, there is a little bit of a think- <laughs> A little bit of a connection there to Ghostbusters. That's
1: not indicative of anything. Maurice LaMarche is in everything.
0: This is true. That guy, he does a whole <laughs> lot of work. So anyway, so all of that said, Chris Stewart, do we think that this July 24th, 2020 date is the Ghostbusters animated movie and why or why not? <sighs> now, also keeping in mind that we've got the anniversary just around the corner too.
1: This, this is the thing. 2020 is not the best time to put it out. 2019, 2019 is the best.
0: 2019 is to put it
1: out. right. Right. Um, summer 2019. And to that end I would like to point out that that is a two year run up right now. Cuz some people are just doing the hard math of it's 2017 it's the script's not ready so yeah. You know they start next year and that's two years and it'll be 2020. It's like, well, if they get the script done or are finishing it up now? Because remember, we talked to Dan what two months ago.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's what I was trying to remember. It was beginning of April, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, we so. haven't even hit we haven't even hit uh, you know, June yet. And if they get it relatively soon, they can still hit a summer release in 2019 with two years production yeah. time.
0: Yeah, I mean the the so. CG process is. Especially, you know, given some of the animation companies that are out there that they can do half-hour episodes uh, per week for, like, uh, S- S- Star Wars Rebels. And, like, the, the workflow has really become something that is firing on all cylinders. You can do it fairly quickly for the most part. So. Yeah,
1: the tools keep improving every yeah. time. Um, the effect software improves every time, like, uh, it, it, which tends to tighten things up. So... It's not impossible to s- just do one for
0: 2019. Yeah. Um, yeah. well and, and you make a good know. point. Like they they're at the licensing expo where they're really they're they're pushing that anniversary that's coming the on the, the 2019 anniversary. Pushing
1: it so hard it is a temp logo. Yeah. They they want something there because they want people talking about it now but the official one is not ready to go yet like the one that they're going to use probably starting next year leading right, into 2019. Right. One we won't see for at least a year yet. Not ready to go, but they want their licensors talking and thinking about it, so they put one together because sure. it is a focal point. Not Ghostbusters in general, Ghostbusters anniversary the specific.
0: anniversary on 2019, yeah. I mean, to me, that that makes the most amount of sense. When I did see the July 2020 date, I thought, oh, I no, mean, that seems safe, but at the same time, I can see them having these closed-doors conversations with... Mattel and Playmobil, and whoever is at the licensing expo, saying, Hey guys, here's the deal. In two years, we're going to have an anniversary for both of the original films. Uh, we're going to have the animated uh, feature film coming out uh, at some point during that year. It's going to be a big year. You guys are going to want to jump on the train here and, and we'll ride this down to 2019. It'll be a lot of fun and we'll yeah. make a lot of money. Um, so, I, yeah, just that makes the most amount of sense to me. I don't think the 2020 date. Makes sense for Ghostbusters, even though it's, it is exciting to be like, oh, my God, maybe they are planting a flag on a release date for this Ghostbusters movie and we now have something to work toward. It doesn't seem like the right timing. I, no. I, I don't really feel like it. The more I think about it and the more that we sit here and evaluate all of the chalk on the dry erase board. Uh, it's, that's never going to come off. It's never coming off. Uh, that stuff, it just, it's just, it's, it's counterintuitive. Um,
1: and you use duct tape to put all the yarn (laughs) connecting articles together. So that's not coming off. The
0: whole wall is ruined. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I, I just, I don't think that this makes sense. I think it makes more sense for it to be a a sequel to a Spider-Man movie, a sequel to, the emoji, whatever the, whatever the next movie that comes out that needs another two year lead time. I still have a feeling that 2019 is what we're, we're aiming toward. And especially yeah. they already announced 2019. Um, so you would think that they have started working backwards from whatever date that they sort of arbitrarily picked or strategically, I guess, probably picked knowing yeah, kids are out for school in the summer. Let's set it here. That kind of thing. So I don't know, I, I don't know what
1: there is to get excited about either when, the news is that it's going to be pushed back a year right like
0: yeah <laughs> exciting minute.
1: would be it's going to be summer next year that's exciting yeah it's exciting that it's going to be an extra year not so oh you have to
0: wait another year yeah <clears throat> and uh, it is
1: i mean sony is more and more playing up their animated stuff right like they're trying to move into yeah. you know disney pixar and dreamworks space as hard and as fast as they can so
0: yeah, it makes sense. I mean, Sony Pictures Animation, they've uh, there was somebody on Twitter that reached out and said, "Boy, they're really driving their movies into the ground." And I thought, "Well, no, they're actually they're doing fairly well." I mean, they've got all of these franchises yeah. that they've got these sequels that are coming out, and and animated sequels are nothing new if you look at Land Before Time 13 and Little Mermaid 12. Like all of these movies, even if they're direct to DVD or direct to Blu-ray or video on demand at this point, yeah. They make them money. So we-
1: The other thing to keep in mind is they may have claimed a date. You claim a date just so you can start planning and you give everybody else fair warning, other studios.
0: Sure, yeah.
1: We're going to push this hard. So whatever you had in the works, if you haven't called it, you may want (laughs) to think it.
0: (laughs) Yep, calling dibs, yeah.
1: And frankly, it could be for anything. Like They basically could have called dibs on that weekend and they don't even know what they're going to put there. Like They may be sitting here going, well... Let's call that, because that's three years down the line, if the emoji movie does really well, we'll put a sequel in there. Right, or right. if this other one and they can do that all the way up to next summer, right? Like they could in now they can go, you know, uh screenwriter, we're optioning you for whatever it is, you know, a drop in the bucket compared to the full budget. Yeah. To to do a spec script on a sequel to this movie that comes out, you know, next summer. And if it does well, it's going to get green. Lit. you hear them do that all the time. Green light oh, yeah. right away.
0: Yeah. They've <laughs> got to, they've got to make that release date that they've, because it's your ear, ear. When we were talking at the very top of the episode about, well, last week was alien. This week is pirates. Next week is wonder woman. I mean, it's, it's crowded out there. All of these big tentpole movies now that they've, they've gone out and they've staked their claim, whatever, two years ago for these yep. weekends. Um, you know, it's, it's it's so, a little bit of – it's their jockeying for position. Like they're saying, yeah. we're going to have an animated film come out on that date. And I bet Disney-Pixar is thinking, hmm, I wonder if we can get Cars 5 out by that point. Or, you know, yeah. like they're, they're trying to figure out how they can counter-program to that and, and keep it competitive. So
1: Yeah, the weekend before, let's call dibs on that for yeah. this. And that just made – everything's accelerating. I mean, movies that came out three months ago are on home video now. I can yeah. only imagine that they're – projecting out these things, things that take two years to make, they're projecting them five years out. Oh, sure.
0: Yeah. And uh, five years uh, from now, who's to say it's going to come out day and date in theaters and uh, on iTunes. You know, we're going to see the movie no matter where we are. Um, I don't know. Things may change that quickly, but um, exactly. So I I think the, the, if we want to get excited about something, in the process of trying to investigate this, the Darren Nefcy, uh, news was, was actually pretty exciting to me because she is, <laughs> she's got a very distinctive, uh, animation style. She's got a really, uh, strong sense of voice. And, uh, I, I checked out some clips of, of the, uh, The Disney XD show that she's been working on, Star versus the Forces of Evil, and it's actually a whole lot of fun. So, um, taking that in mind and knowing that uh, Fletcher Mules has been on for quite some time, you know, I'm sure that they're kind of molding and figuring out the visual style and how this this movie is going to be, and that's the exciting part. Is even though (laughs) we're not seeing it, they're they're crafting this movie now,
1: making uh, uh, picking somebody who's making a show for Disney right now is is if you want to like really project out there and extrapolate and get excited it's a good indicator that what they're looking at then is say a real ghostbusters or a kid-friendly pg ghostbusters one right so which makes sense it's animated it's already going to be kind of kid-friendly but i mean it kind of lends credence that maybe they'll open up that real ghostbusters door
0: a bit yeah yeah it'll probably skew a little bit younger but at the same time much, much like real Ghostbusters, like you were saying, it'll it'll appeal to us fans. Uh, and that's that's probably why this has been such a tricky thing for them to do. We've, we've talked about this before, but you've got to appeal to the fans, both old and new. You've got to appeal to kids who don't know anything about Ghostbusters, and you're hoping that this is their introduction to it. Uh, hopefully you're setting up part of, you know, maybe this ties into the entire cinematic universe and they can do the live action film based upon this as well. Um, there's a lot of moving parts, so I can understand why it's uh, pretty complicated. But um, so, at any rate, uh, I I guess conclusion here on the cross rip is we don't think that that July 2020 date is for the animated film. I think that's safe to say uh, 2019 probably more likely. But in the meantime, things that I would love to see as an animated movie: Ghostbusters 101. Because that third issue, as I was reading, I was probably like 10 pages into it, Chris, when I thought, oh, my God, I wish this was the animated movie. This is perfect. I mean, it's setting up it's setting up the multiverse. It's setting up uh, all of these teams meeting. It's setting up the future, probably for the IDW franchise, but maybe the franchise in general. Um, I don't know. We'll we'll talk about it in non-spoiler specifics for now, because I know that the the issue (laughs) just came out. But yes. Uh I think it's I think it's safe to say that the slow burn of those first two issues for me were totally worth this third issue. Did, did you feel the same way, Chris? Like I I just felt it was so clever the way that they did this third issue.
1: Yeah, although frankly what I'm feeling most of all is that these uh issues are too short by half. I mean, it's oh, not their man. fault. I just yeah. mean it is their their typical comic book length. It's just that just when they get the issue rolling, I'm like, no, don't no, stop. Keep going.
0: Yeah, which is a good sign for a comic where you're yeah, it is you're not feeling like the 22 pages are too hefty and like, wow, man, that feels like filler. It's just they I feel like they don't have enough space. They're trying to cram everything in here as, as quickly as they can. So um, I don't know. It's uh, again, without getting too spoilery, I think what was most intriguing to me and uh i I think i dropped a message to craig goldberg knowing that that he and and uh, abigail and and jake are such fans of the uh the multiverse theories uh so they do uh, address the multiverse theory in here and actually explain Mm -hmm. the origins of the multiverse uh so uh, very cool how they've really set this up now um and again, uh, don't, I don't think this spoils anything, but it explains why there are multiple Ghostbusters and multiple uh, planes of existence, why the no ghost logo exists in those same planes of existence. Uh, very, very cool stuff. I mean, uh, hat tip to uh, Eric and Tom and, and everybody working on that book because it, uh, like, you read it and you go, oh my God, of course. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Why would yeah. that not be the case? Um, so, yeah, great, great issue. Uh, if you haven't picked it up, uh, definitely go go grab it. Um, and as I said, we're gonna do. Actually, Chris, you and I have been talking about maybe changing, shaking things up with the cyclotron a little bit. So uh, stay stay tuned on that. But we will be doing a full dissertation or analysis or <laughs> something on uh, two two three and four when that when that happens. But a mega
1: uh, epic roundtable,
0: mega epic, and it may be more than a round table. It may be a dining table i don't know what what's the what's the bigger version of a round table uh, a uh cafeteria table my
1: uh, oh boy i don't know what are the what do the greeks call their uh an amphitheater
0: an amp- yeah an amphitheater that might that might be That's more appropriate doing. yeah um so let's see what else do we have here chris uh oh licensing expo i mean we mentioned it earlier Um, there hasn't been a whole lot of news, at least Ghostbusters related news that, that has come out of it as, as I think, because they are planning for next year and the year following. Um, but, uh, you know, we did see a few pictures, Ghostcore put up their photos from the Sony booth and we see that they are really, uh, pushing that Sony, uh, VR experience out there. So they've got the Ghostbusters VR on display and they've got people running demos for you and, and you can probably do, it looks like it's just the first chapter still, but, um, I don't. My guess is we won't hear anything like we won't hear any news or reveals or deals that were signed or closed at the licensing expo until Ghostbusters Day, which is coming up on June eighth. Um, yes, that that makes a whole lot of sense to me. That they're probably just withholding all of that stuff so that they can do it all in one big. Yeah, I mean, Ghostbusters Day, much like Star Wars Day, much like I saw Bill and Ted Day is coming up. It's the day after Ghostbusters Day. Didn't even know that Bill and Ted Day existed (laughs) until, uh, you know, 24 hours ago. But... uh, uh,
1: I, yeah, I, I think stuff that Sony thinks is big news will get announced on Ghostbusters Day. Stuff that littler companies find is it like they want to crow about we may hear about before ghostbusters day yeah
0: yeah and we have uh, the next item on the rundown is is something i mean it's not a little company <coughs> by any stretch of the imagination but uh, we did get a little bit of news of from from diamond select which we'll be talking about there but uh yeah, yeah.
1: i um uh, speaking of the photos of the the sony booth and ghost cores uh a uh, little segmenty there there was one I'm assuming it's a back wall to meeting spaces. Like they put the pony walls up for yeah. um, for little meeting rooms.
0: Like their little private meeting rooms. Yeah,
1: yeah. And they did. And so the, they since everything is organized into you know these artificial hallways sort of thing uh, for people walking by. There's a big stretch of you know twenty thirty meters or whatever. Uh, twenty. Let's just say, without going too crazy, that uh, there's a design on it that is, if it isn't on a T-shirt, <laughs> in relatively short order, I'm just gonna have to make it myself. You're talking
0: about the who you're gonna call wall. The that who one? you're
1: gonna call. It is amazing. Yeah. It's like um, pictographs is not quite right. There's probably a term for it when you incorporate
0: like those icons uh, or
1: your pictures into letters. Yeah. pictographs is a little picture that. It's just a little picture. It's a little thing. It's a little icon. But in this case, it reads "Who ya gonna call?" But each letter, done in green, is illustrated with two or three elements from the movie. Right? Yeah. It's, yeah. And it's you know like uh, the back of a proton pack, Slimer, you know, skyline,
0: yeah, storm PTE clouds, meter, PKE yeah.
1: meter. It's all a yeah, trap. It's just it really looks amazing.
0: Yeah, they're really doing some great graphic design stuff. It's got to be a a shirt. Yeah, yeah. I think it probably will. I mean, they. I feel like that was probably pulled out of whatever the style guide is that uh, the logo that they've been using for the 35th anniversary has been maybe, but uh, yeah, Uh, I think it's, or it's going to be, you know, on the school supplies. It'll be like on the uh, Trapper Keeper binder, that kind of thing, but yeah. it should
1: well, be on everything by, yeah, uh, by uh, first day of school. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. This time if, next if, year, get re- or this time well, last uh, in th- August, yeah.
1: Yeah, like last year, lots of Ghostbusters stuff for back to school. Um, I think if Ghost Corps has a minimum licensor plan, it should be that every school year. There's a bit more Ghostbusters stuff for kids to pick yeah, up at school. Yeah. I think that's a minimum in terms of merchandising. Well, I'm and sure it design, did a lot
0: of business for them too, right? There it was did, So right? much.
1: Yeah. yeah, backpacks and uh, kits and oh, actually, there needs to be an, an Egon-sanctioned uh, like uh, uh, one of those. Uh, uh, what do they call them? The, but the tins that held the, uh, the all the math stuff you needed—a protractor and a
0: oh, the, and a, <laughs> yeah.
1: They need one of those, like you know, Egon approved. Yeah, have D- it look Dr. like his, <laughs> his
0: calculator or something, or
1: yeah. Oh
0: God. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, that would be brilliant. um, All right. Well, so so at any rate, I'm sure that we'll start seeing a lot of stuff. Ghostbusters Day is just around the corner, June 8th. And uh, I'm sure we will probably not get like the big announcements. We're not going to get a release date for the animated film. I don't anticipate that. But I do anticipate some of the announcements of whatever came from this licensing expo. Um, Oh, yeah and uh, and maybe some more vr news again it sounds like since they're really um showing off that that ghostbusters vr experience there's probably going to be some <laughs> some news on that front
1: yeah i'm not sure if that's just there to get people excited like there's nothing about the vr experience that invites licensors in do you know what i mean like it's a self contained yeah. product all on its own so i can only assume hmm. it's hello regional sales manager for <laughs> walmart put this on there you go yeah. you're a ghostbuster now, step yeah. into this room. Maybe that's what they do. They put the helmet on, put the wands in your hand, and as you're playing, they slowly move you into an office.
0: Yeah. And that's
1: close the door.
0: Like, and now you're trapped.
1: Now, if you could just virtually sign this piece of paper. <laughs> yes, the happy feedback is amazing. It really feels like you're signing it really something. Feels like it feels like you're
0: signing a contract for exclusive <laughs> distribution rights of the Egon school supply tin. There yeah. you go. Uh, but yeah, so that's, I think that's, a, that's a good point. It's probably just there to get all of these people, these CEOs excited and be like, yeah, Ghostbusters is, is still cool. And it's still, uh, we're going to keep the lights on, uh, in between movies. So, yeah, it uh, makes, makes a lot of sense. My name is Jamie Knowles, and I'm a participant in the biggest interdimensional crosswit since 1909. You are a most fortunate individual. Hi, my name is Mark, and I am a participant <laughs> in the biggest interdimensional cross since 1909.
1: For the Super 10 is gonna be
0: fit. Hi, my name is Justin, and I am a participant in the biggest interdimensional cross trip since 1909. Let's, let's talk about those Diamond Select toys uh, that we alluded to and, and things that were already announced. Um, Diamond Select are girls' best friends. <laughs> yeah, they need a Marilyn Monroe uh, spokesperson at their booth every year. But uh, so, so the Ghostbusters 2 wave that we knew was coming was revealed at least the first three figures uh, through Nerdist this past week. So it looks like the first pass will be uh, Vigo, uh, Lewis in uh, Ghostbusters gear, and Ray in his charcoal suit wearing a Santa hat. Uh, And we do know that Janos is also announced, but I don't know if he's part of this first wave, because I think the waves are threes, right? They're figures in groups of three, or is it four? I think it was three. Let's see, it was, yeah, um, Slimer was with Janine and Goz. I think it is. Yeah, it's three. So anyway, so these these are the three figures that they're out there and they're promoting. Um, now, a lot of people have been commenting on mm, I mean, I commented on the face sculpts, but a, a few other people have been commenting on the accuracy of, of the suits and the yes. accessories and, and things like that. So I guess let's talk about the face sculpts. Chris, what, what was your impression of those before I uh, step up on my soapbox?
1: Vigo is amazing yes yeah lewis is okay yeah uh ray is really good but a weird expression
0: yeah he looks pained doesn't he just it's really strange
1: i forgive them though because i know the photo they're taking it from like remember in ghostbusters 2 there's just a a small snippet of them in their their Santa hats running right, across right. the street. But there is a, a on set photo of them in their hats that got taken with Ray or Dan rather off I think he's on the left and he's closest and he's you know turned uh oh, yeah, three quarters to the camera. Is like a got makeup a, person
0: a, working with them or
1: he's got a big old smile on his face and I think they just they just modeled that. Oh. I think that might be why we're I think that may be why some people react to it that way. It's because it's it's not anything we saw in the movie, right? And I don't know that everybody's seen that picture. So
0: yeah, that's interesting. Okay, that's
1: my thought. That's that's what I feel.
0: I mean, he I'm to me, to it. yeah, he he. My first impression of it was that like he went to Chipotle and and you know, uh, <laughs> and overindulged or something like that. That's the, the face that he's making. Um,
1: but we with, also have to bear in mind too that those were. Like, not fun. This happened with the other ones too, right? Yeah. Nothing's locked in stone at this point. Nothing's, you know, like by the time they're showing us pictures of this and they're getting feedback, there's every chance that they're already, like, there was an initial pass and somebody's, like, tighten it up or try another pass or. You know, for all we know, they've said sculpt three and we'll pick the best, but they need to get the first one out for photos.
0: Right, right. So I never really want to come down on too
1: hard. I I know everybody does because they're afraid that if we don't say something, it'll stay that way. And I think to the costume point, that's probably a a better one.
0: Yeah. A
1: better argument to make with, with those little errors that you'll get into in a second, I'm sure. But when it comes to facial stuff, you know nobody's an idiot. They've seen pictures. They know how close it's not. if If something comes out and it's off, it's not because they didn't want to do better. It's because there was a limitation in time, limitation in resources, limitation in budget, limitation. Sure. you know they just they're like, this is the best we could do.
0: Yeah, So yeah. and we saw that with Mattel. I mean, Mattel was exactly. kind of guilty of that, where they said, "Look, we want to give you guys Ghostbusters two figures, but we can't mess with the the body sculpts and we can't change the paint schemes. So here's what you get." And everybody's kind of you know on the fence about yeah. that. But so I mean, the good news is it it does sound like Diamond Select is out there listening to the feedback because I did see that Zach Ode on the the GB fans uh, message board was interacting with people because a lot of people were saying like, look, he's missing the lifeguard and the belt is the wrong color. It's the, and it's why it, is the leg hose there? Why is there a leg hose? There weren't leg hoses in the second movie, that kind of thing. And, yeah. uh, and, and, and they are listening in that sense, uh, to, to those, uh, like, but it's not nitpicky details because it is, it's, it's about accuracy. Um, but at the same time, you know, they're, they're receptive to that and it sounds like they are working on it. So I, th- I think you're, your instinct is right Chris this is maybe like a second prototype or a painted prototype or something just for photography uh, that they're they're still working on tooling things before they send it off to the assembly line and, and start making these figures. Yeah. Um, I'd
1: I'd rather congratulate them on the Vigo fig and how amazing oh it my looks I mean, before looks I I I talk crap about the other two right like that Vigo figure alone is and and this is in the wake of cuz Mattel did one and it was not bad either i mean it was okay but this one
0: is yeah i mean the the armor and the face sculpt on on his and and even like his his hair like the 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 crown of his head and his hair is (laughs) like spot on Um, Yep. so yeah i mean there are a good i mean we should have even led with that there are some some pluses over the minuses here because vigo is is fantastic um we do know that uh uh, janos is going to be coming with a painting probably of Vigo. So Vigo probably doesn't come with his own painting, but yes, which um, ex- is
1: exciting because it means that, uh, Janos probably also comes with some, uh, like, a palette and cleanup brush and <laughs> stuff like that.
0: I'm hoping for like a party hat, <laughs> like a new year's Eve, uh, party hat, but uh, I wonder if that means we'll get,
1: uh, art restore, uh, Dana complete oh, yeah, with uh, magnifying, uh,
0: <laughs> with the glasses. Headband. Yeah um but but also that diorama like so we got a better look at the diorama not actual just the the drawing the sort of scale yeah. model of of the diorama and it it looks pretty impressive i mean that thing mm-hmm. looks like look if the, if the if the zool temple uh diorama took up the entirety of one of those like flat uh containers like we were talking about i think this is going to yeah. take up just as much space it looks huge it looks insane
1: I know. I need more space.
0: (laughs) I'm just telling you to prepare. And as I mentioned, I'm working on some spring cleaning myself here. And I'm like, I'm not going to have space for any of this stuff. I'm trying to make room as it is.
1: Sweetie, you don't need your books, do you? Thank you. (laughs) Bye.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: We don't need a bed anymore, do we? Why is the the Salvation Army truck here? Don't ask.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Better you should if you don't maybe know. go get
0: a coffee
1: and go, <laughs> you know, sit on the backyard deck. You go do that and ignore all noises.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, uh, so yeah, so more, more news on the diamond select stuff. I'm sure we'll get release date and, and, uh, f- final photos of those figures, uh, soon. It seems like Nerdist mm-hmm. was just trying to get the word out there and, and get people excited.
1: Yeah. And, and Nerdist did, they use the magic word exclusive.
0: Right. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, Uh, Which
1: usually means early.
0: (laughs) Right. Early looks that will be watermarked. Yeah. Um, So let's see. There's a a few uh, Ghostbusters Answer the Call items here on the rundown, Chris. Sure. The first of which is uh, you and I kind of went on a concept art kick uh, this past week on our our, uh, respective Facebook and and Twitter accounts. um, Yeah. Because... I think now is about the time where all of the artists that worked on the concept art, production art, uh, storyboards, that sort of thing, they're updating their portfolios for their next round of films. And now that the movie's out on home video and everybody sort of knows. And it's also very abundantly clear. They're not going to do an art book of any sort. Uh, you know, I, I think all of, all of the conceptual artists were like, well, great. I'm adding all this stuff to my portfolio. So we saw an abundance, like a, an art boom of everybody that worked on the, uh, and, and maybe they were, they actually had an embargo as to when they could post stuff because we saw it all kind of at the same time. Um, but some yeah. really cool stuff, like some ideas that I wish they actually would have used.
1: Yeah, it's some stuff that was very close to what ended up final in the movie, but was, you know, had some unique twists. Like, uh, there's a PK meter that somebody pointed out that the main body was very Game Boy esque.
0: Yeah, like a Game Um, Boy. Yeah. Um, and
1: some really nice, uh, how to put it, panoramic. Because it's not, it's not, they're not done in the, um, Uh, the screen typical screen format they're much wider
0: pieces of
1: so there's a nice uh,
0: kind of like scene almost like visualizations of scenes or set conceptualizations that kind of thing in which case you want
1: to show off the length and breadth of a room so you go fly in the you know the back corner or something to see a big wide space those were amazing yeah like um, Rowan's
0: Rowan's lab was going to be a much larger or at least in this concept art was going to be this huge set and and then his actually his I don't machine. think
1: it's it's not far off though it ended up in the movie yeah, just I, on think a scale, it I think they shortened it up a little, yeah. but not a lot. It was, yeah. That one was pretty close to what ultimately got used.
0: Yeah. I, the one that really impressed me, um, I think it was Jared... I won't even try to pronounce his last name. But um, he did one that was a, a remote-controlled trap. So it looked like the original rectangular box trap that we're used to, but it had these like off-road RC car wheels on it. Yeah. Uh, that, that was such a cool concept. And you can <laughs> see the ecto in the background of, of that particular one. So... Um, it's it's cool to see the the answer the call stuff uh, juxtaposed with the classic stuff like when you're in the VR experience and you've got the classic trap with the uh, 2016 proton pack it's I actually like seeing these things next to each other I like seeing them uh, in the same world because I feel like they actually do fit together the more you see yeah. them together they actually they really work well and complement each other well so
1: gee if only Ghost core knew a couple of in- Intelligent, research-savvy Ghostbusters fans that could gather all these concepts art <laughs> together, along with <laughs> a nice fat bibliography of various interviews, maybe some new ones. Yeah, drop in a couple of uh, real good photos of Holtzman, Guaranteed you <sighs> know, ten thousand copy minimum to go to start with.
0: Yeah, the art if making only, of. Answer the call. That's it. You know. If only.
1: Yeah, well, if only somebody. <laughs> so he would. Yeah, you know, well,
0: maybe. And, and, I mean, in the meantime, there are some fans that are out there that are doing their own zines, which I thought was really cool. Um, I was
1: amazed to find that out, and yeah. I might haven't arrived yet. The minute I found out, I was like, I would like that now, please. Yeah. <laughs> so, so,
0: and they're they're working on one right now that they're actually looking for submissions before June 11th. That's the one that's uh, the purpose of life is to love, uh, which. Uh, they're looking for all sorts of stuff. So actually, if you if you want to contribute to that, if you want to know what they're going to contribute, I won't list everything off. But they're looking for stories and anecdotes and, and all sorts of, of fun things that are uh, Ghostbusters Answer the Call related. Uh, that, let's see, it's sweetwinter.tumblr.com. That's the website you need to go to for all of the submission information. But they need it before June 11th. So uh, go hit that up now uh, before mm-hmm. it's too late. But yeah, these, these zines that they're publishing... Maybe that's the way to go. Maybe we just do a an art and making of zine, we yeah all of the artists' uh, permission, and, and do that or something. Just do but, that. Yeah. Um,
1: I immediately because it got mentioned when I pointed out. I was like, "This is fantastic." I thought zines were of the past. Yeah,
0: me and, too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
1: this I forget her handle on Twitter. I apologize. Maybe it is at Sweet Winter. I don't know, but uh, she pointed out that there's at least two others out there on etsy i'm like really so if you go to etsy and type in ghostbusters zine there's two more answer the calls and one popped up for basically a zine about ghostbusters from the perspective of walter peck
0: oh my god that's brilliant i didn't see that one
1: so i bought all three and then i canceled the one because they were like and we have a deluxe version and i didn't even really look closely at what that meant i was like it's not that much more expensive i'll get that yeah because i because th- i think it said uh you know like handcrafted uh, cover or whatever and i was like ah you know i thought that was like trolls would have a piece of felt art on it, uh felt art on it yeah And you opened it up and it spits glitter at me or something i was like fantastic you can do that <laughs> <laughs> and then I get a message saying, "Yeah, I was trying to message you on Etsy, and you haven't haven't said anything. So, uh, did you want to let me know what character I'm supposed to be sketching on the cover?" I'm like, I "Cover what? sketch? What?
0: It's oh my what? god! And It's custom. Wow!"
1: So I was like, "Well, Egon, of course. Thank you. I have a growing collection of sketch covers and and commissioned sketches uh, with of Egon." So,
0: oh, that's awesome. The that's, secret
1: studio North may have a wall of Egons. Wall of
0: Egon, yeah. I think, I think
1: that needs to be done.
0: I, I, I mean, you know, to steal a, a phrase from said Egon, I thought print was dead. I thought these zines didn't exist anymore. I thought that yeah. places like Tumblr and and the internet had killed these published zines. Um, so it was very refreshing to see those uh,
1: back. I think, however, if you think back, speaking of the time of year and answer to the call, the little blank like yearbook type thing. That uh, was at the premiere last year, right? Yeah, was very popular with people. That didn't even contain any real content. That was just a nice, tangible, you know, cover with some space inside for people to get signatures and slap yeah. stickers in and all that. And they were quite popular. So I think we live in an era where the print-on-demand or, or average person's access to manufacturing facilities online has gotten so streamlined, so easy, and so economical we've now gone back full circle to people going, well, everybody, anybody can do a website, right? Not everybody's yeah. going to make you something you can put up on your shelf for the rest of the life. And I'm like, fair play. I, yeah. I love that idea.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And it's also good to see people embracing answer the call in, in this way. You know, it, it again, it's it's sort of nostalgic to see all of the things that happened, 10 15 years ago uh with the original film starting to happen again here you know the zines that were published in the late 80s the early 90s before we we all went to bill's website and things like that um yeah just super cool to see history repeating itself which which i love the the
1: Holtzman army alone is 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 capable of generating untold amounts of printed materials
0: absolutely absolutely so um think that's all the answer the call oh there uh, so the, the role-playing game oh, stats we didn't talk sorry. about that yeah
1: not the Holtzman army the Holtzman Air Force
0: <laughs> the Holtzman Air Force
1: yeah kiss the kiss army the Holtzman Air Force
0: I think that, that works that let's just like go that. with that I like that all a right. lot especially <laughs> given the joke that's in uh issue three um, but, yes yeah
1: <laughs> your hair how do you get it to do
0: that <laughs> so uh so really quick the the role playing game uh, cards that you you created those didn't you or did somebody else nope. already out there create those?
1: I stumbled upon that, and I think uh, at the time that you and I were speaking, I was in the background trying to find uh art fan art online that I could transfer like trace outline onto some wooden uh dice towers that i have
0: right yeah and
1: then i'm gonna wood burn ghostbusters design into them because if uh the fraser valley ghostbusters uh are intent as they seem to be on doing some role-playing here in secret studio north i wanted a i wanted to finally uh, check off one of my long lists of half started never finished projects and get my uh my Ghostbusters-themed uh, wooden dice tower up and ready to go. And in doing that, uh, lots of stuff shows up in a Google Image search. And in that one one go, I found somebody had uh, taken the original role-playing game's character sheets and done uh, character sheets and stats for the answer to the call team and some cover art from the original, uh, role-playing game. It's amazing. Like I said, I I love that <laughs> I've been doing this for 20 years and I still go on Google and find brand new stuff all the yeah.
0: time. Yeah. Well, that reminds me, there was a, a real Ghostbusters art website that just popped up that I saw Paul at Spook Central, uh, share and, and same thing, uh, character, uh, like model sheets and things that I had never seen for real Ghostbusters that this guy yeah. has, has now created a new website for. Um, so yeah, it's it's cool that 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 material out there is still existing. and we can still we can discover it uh, and we can discover it together, which is was very awesome. But yeah, so now amazing. now you have your uh, your stable of characters. You guys are ready to play in Secret Studio. You're ready to go. <laughs> we
1: have the stable answer to the call. I think they want to play a la the uh, Florida Ghostbusters, play as themselves.
0: Oh, okay. Well, then they've got to come so, up with their own character sheets beforehand. They, exactly. Gotta figure that but out. But
1: I put them out there, and sure enough, there was a couple other people that were like, "Oh, we, you know, we're playing, uh, you know, uh, in the answer the call universe. This would have been handy if we had these and all that sort of thing." Yeah, so,
0: yeah. Uh, they're very cool yeah very cool and and again the the role playing uh, fever continues to spread, it sounds like. Um, but uh, uh, let's so see. it's a
1: good thing it's a good thing to get started in the summer. you do it in the evenings when things are cooler, and then when the winter comes and things get colder or you know snowier or wet, you know depending on where you're at, even better. you just keep rolling yeah,
0: you're ready for your long campaigns, yeah exactly um all right so let's see there's one more item here on the uh, rundown and it's a follow-up to our discussion last week about the uh, shakespearean translation of ghostbusters uh <laughs> we we were, we were saying we'll do our own audiobook we'll do our uh, i think you even said that if somebody locally is going to put on the play that you'll uh, jump on that i'm wanna, in yeah you want to do it uh and sure enough the day after we recorded Uh, we started seeing performances pop up, including one in Toronto, uh, the coincidence men, uh, their group of, of second city trained actors who will be performing the Ghostbusters interpretation of Shakespeare or the Shakespeare interpretation of Ghostbusters, forgive me. Uh, and it's going to be happening. It sounds like in July or August tickets go on sale in June um so if you're in the toronto area it will be playing at the uh toronto fringe festival but yes.
1: uh now now to be clear though this is not the ministers of grace that just oh this is out.
0: not i thought this was no oh no 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 this is a different uh interpretation a different translation
1: yes andrea of the uh ontario ghostbusters knows one of them
0: and ah. uh, was able to clarify
1: that no they and she mentioned that They did it last year, too, and I have a vague recollection of this, and I may have mentioned it, but, you know, it was just cool. It was just sort of like the Chicago Fringe thing. Since we're not there to go see it, it's cool. If you're in the city, go see it. Uh, Whereas (laughs) the Ministers of Grace, we had the book in hand, and it was like,
0: bah! Yeah, well, and the timing is curious, too. That's why maybe we just sort of... Uh, I connected two and two together and thought, oh, they're they're performing the ministers of yeah. grace. Yeah, uh, Shakespeare, but they're not. But, ah, interesting. Uh, which then okay.
1: begs the question: I'd be very much loved and, uh, to hear or read or see theirs performed, just to compare, right? Like, because sure. now we have yeah. two different Shakespearean minds. Where are they similar? Uh, Where
0: did they deviate from each other? Yeah. yeah,
1: translating, not translating. What did we say it was? Uh, Adapting, Ad-
0: yeah, adaptation. That's right. That's what the we came same, up with. The exact yeah. same
1: source movie into Shakespearean. So,
0: huh? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, yeah. if we have, uh, we have our Toronto listeners out there. If you can go check it out, uh, you can get tickets at Fringetoronto.com dot com, um, and uh, go go see this at the Toronto Fringe uh, Festival because. We want to hear back. We want to hear how it deviates. I mean, if if you have Ministers of Grace, brush up on it before you go and see their performance of it. So you go, oh, that's interesting. That's what they did differently. And then report back to us so that we know. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, go, go stoppers. I'm sorry. We'll do it again. We want to hear from you.
1: Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page you and Twitter accounts. Chris is dead. Uh, no kidding, Thanks. just give me the address. Search Facebook for the Ghostbusters. Interdimensional cross On Twitter, look for Troy at GhostbustersHQ and Chris at Proton Charger. I just wanna get back close again. What
0: the hell are you doing?
1: Ah! If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC.
0: That ought to do it. Thanks very much, right? All right. Well, that's uh, that's that's about it for this week, Chris. That's now now uh, full disclosure, everybody. We're actually recording this at a very different time of day uh, <laughs> than we usually do, and so I think because we have more energy, the the show's actually running pretty lean. We're we're under the hour mark here, so you think uh, that's what it
1: is when we record late? We ramble more?
0: I maybe maybe that's or maybe we're just more talkative when we record late at night. I don't know.
1: That's the definition of rambling. It's yeah. a, a different version of,
0: but not necessarily ra- like rambling. Okay. I feel like right. we, I think I think we're coherent, at least as coherent as I can be. For that's someone. true. Someone.
1: Although I did I did say felt fart earlier on, so.
0: <laughs> that's all right. I mean that's that's the other thing too is uh, the later when we record, um, you know, sometimes you and I are like a beer or two in, or we're sitting having a whiskey or something. And <laughs> Now let me tell you guys the was that English? I don't know. I don't. Whereas I, I think now You
1: know, we're hopped up on caffeine, so
0: yeah, exactly. We we're a couple co- uh, coffees in. I had a double espresso. I'm feeling pretty good. That's why I'm like, hey guys, let's keep going. Let's let's keep. I'm, I'm tongue tied, but I'll just keep going. Uh, but so at any rate, uh, hopefully the the energy on this one felt a little different. Maybe you guys noticed. Maybe you're like, wow, what is with them? I don't. We'll see. Yeah, what the heck? Yeah. Uh, these guys usually sound so it. lethargic and now they're beat and have energy and sound like they've actually slept yes well fair is fair yeah.
1: uh we're doing it because uh i i needed a nap apparently <laughs> and fortunately fortunately i did it in a safe place as opposed to say behind the wheel of a car oh, and yeah, a red light well, operating
0: or... heavy machinery or something <laughs> yeah um but that's that's okay i mean i uh, if you if you would have not shown up and I thought, oh man, maybe I'll just record and then, you know, I'll just have snoring in the background that like, guys Chris is really oh. tired, he needs to sleep. so i'm just, I'm gonna do this on my own. but no, save that one right. for a
1: rainy day. That's fantastic. That's a funny. like,
0: oh 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 he's turning he may be awake no he's back to sleep
1: um, just a loop of uh big bird
0: <laughs> yeah. or, or like the really synthesized one from ferris bueller's day off that's uh you know we'll, we'll have that one but
1: <laughs> 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 well
0: but at any rate you
1: uh <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. But uh, you're uh, here, so you get to do final thoughts as opposed to uh, just being a, a snoring synthesized voice in there the we background.
1: Go. Uh, final apologies, slash, you jerk. Uh oh. To me, I listened. I listened to the last week's episode, and uh, you left in my pretentious notes to your uh, your read.
0: <laughs> it was too funny. It's one
1: thing to be a pretentious jerk. It's another thing <laughs> to let people know I'm a pretentious jerk.
0: No, no, no. It was that was too <laughs> funny. I, I did cut some of our stuff out because as we sort of joked about, it did run a little long. But uh, that's true. But I, I did love that after after a line read, you're like, "Now are you accepting notes?" And I was like, "Sure." <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was great can we do one more for safety
0: <laughs> yeah I, I left that in I, I let everybody see how the sausage was made a little bit there <laughs> I thought just it was pretty a funny. little
1: yeah no. Uh, that, no real final thought it's it's beautiful summer out there um we're getting to the swing of uh summer movie madness which means yes, uh yes. you know it's lazy days listening to yes have some podcast as they uh praise slash tear their hair out over the movie that just came out this past weekend <laughs> yes. um, they they have it's like this week we talk about this this and this and this week we talk this this and this and then this week it I forget what it read like but it, it basically should have been big glowing letters giant roundtable intervention about alien covenant <laughs> so apparently they have something to say about it and I'm a little worried
0: I know I haven't I haven't listened to it because I haven't seen alien covenant yet so exactly I, I don't want to dive movie in and then, but, yeah
1: but yeah, just the way they named it, it's like, I, I think they've got something to say. Right? Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. I don't think we're
1: going to hear much about anything else this week.
0: Oh man, so many summer movies. But at the same time, uh, summer outdoor screenings too. Uh, yeah. Which uh, I think Ghostbusters is always one of those perennial favorites for outdoor uh, festival movies or if they're projecting something on the back of a wall at a, at a parking lot or something. Usually Ghostbusters pops up. So if, if you guys do have a screening that's coming up out there, we'll... Help you boost the signal. Just let us know just when, let us when know. and where it's happening. Yeah.
1: And we're heading into summer con season, too. So if you're going to be somewhere and you're raising money or you just want people to come out and say hi, let us know about that, too. Yeah. I know. Shout out to the uh, Arizona GBs who are. Weathering the turbulent uh, storm that is the Phoenix Comic
0: Con, right? Right. right uh, yeah, we didn't even get into that at all, but uh, n- yeah. N-
1: well, mostly because it's not Ghostbusters specific, but uh, I guess uh, it went from one bad day to everybody's on edge to uh, yeah, it's 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 a madhouse uh, right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jeff Lewis of
0: uh, the yeah, the Arizona? Arizona guys.
1: Yeah. He's been he's, he's he's there and he's been reporting the drama every day. And oh, man. I guess it went from uh, one bad Apple led to banning all prop weapons, which led to uh, anybody selling prop weapons. Had, there was a whole bunch of new policy changes, mm. which they're bristling over on top of the fact that uh, a turnout was incredibly low on Friday so they're worried they're not going to make their money and oh, everybody's man. tense and yelling yeah. at one another and now groups are being kicked out and yeah. well, it's
0: just a bad situation all around and, and it sucks yeah. that it was one bad egg but at the same time I'm glad everybody is safe because it sounded like this guy <laughs> was a I
1: was about total to say, crazy bad person be a bit too diminutive, uh, yeah. Uh, maybe yeah. a bit too cutesy for what was going on there, but um.
0: yeah, I did see there was, there was somebody out there on Twitter who is you know up at arms about the prop uh, weapon ban, and I was like, you know, but this guy sounds like he was kind of mm, he was dangerous, like, there, yeah, there, there could have been something terrible that happened here. So, I think, in the scheme of things, look, if you can't bring your pulse rifle uh, for your, your cosplay, uh, just, just go have fun still and yeah, enjoy it. My understanding
1: it is what this has done has really highlighted that what started out as a serious thing, um, you know, get your your uh, props peace bonded and all that, has gotten really lax lately. Yeah, yeah. And the only way this guy got nabbed was not not anything that the convention, because the convention wasn't handling it. They had a third party handling uh, security and props review and that wasn't uh you know that was as, as hard to to you know like herding cats as it always is in this case he got nabbed not by them but by a friend basically called the police on him
0: yeah somebody saw on twitter that this guy was talking about going to kill one of the power rangers or something, something. Yeah. so
1: at the end of the day all this is done it, it sucks for now I think in the long run a lot of conventions are going to take a good long hard look at this and they're gonna they're gonna sort that out in advance yeah, yeah. Uh, so I mean, it's, it sucks uh, for now and,
0: it sucks for now and uh you know i, I do understand everybody's viewpoints um it, it's just it's the crazy world we live in now uh but yeah
1: no but nobody disagrees that it sucks that you can't bring your props i mean everybody yeah, worked hard on them yeah. and you want to show them off but at the same time uh, special circumstances maybe you just kind of got to and I got to roll with it sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, if we wanted yeah. to move to a uh, 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 bright, shiny highlight, uh, two things. Uh, I finally caught up on the Canon. It's a podcast I don't know if you're familiar with. Yes. Yeah. I, they were going to talk about Ghostbusters, right? They did with Paul Shear. It turns out Paul Shear of the Upright Citizens Brigade, and you've seen him in a million and one oh, places, Yeah. yeah. Uh, loves Ghostbusters. Basically opened with... For some people, it's Star Wars or I forget what the other one or Star Trek. My kid formative movie was Ghostbusters, and then they go in to talk about it. It's very interesting to listen to them. Nice. There are there is a short checklist of things where I'm kind of like I'm yelling at the podcast <laughs> because that's wrong or I have the answer. <laughs> uh, but it's very interesting to listen to. So that's out now and we are now I think I mentioned before that I was there to podcast is on a hiatus with uh, month's like worth guest of hosts, guest hosts. Yeah. we are two in both of them are excellent uh, which means there's two to go and we haven't hit Ghostbusters yet so there's every chance that as you listen to this one uh, today or tomorrow watch on iTunes for it to uh, I think they're on Howl the Howl podcast network if you okay. subscribe yeah uh, there uh it's 50 50 that this week will be the week that we do ghostbusters and if it's not this week then we're running a month it'll be a week later so i'm excited it's like we know it's coming eh, 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 yeah eh, good eh. good
0: people talking about ghostbusters on on the podcast that's always welcome that's uh, the excitement yeah. who is it I love it who's who's guest host and who's and the what guest they that they about? have on yeah right? exactly like, um, and I'd love to, I mean, Paul Shear, I, I love that guy. I'd love to hear him talk about Ghostbusters too. Yeah, so so that's,
1: go search for the canon, the, uh, the Ghostbusters episode. Uh, it's, it's pretty, pretty good, pretty cool. Uh, and I love, like I said, to find out that, uh, you know, uh, Paul Shear is one of us. One <laughs> of
0: us. <laughs> one of us. Uh, awesome. All right. Well, uh, there will be more uh, Ghostbusters podcasting from us as there always is next week. That's right. uh, so until then next Monday uh, everybody out there stay safe love one another uh, I know that tensions are high uh, for a variety of different reasons just remember that we all we all have uh, common ground we all love the same thing and we're all fans of, of the same property so uh, you know just go out there spread a little love I know it sounds really hippy dippy but come on guys uh, try, try, try to make sure that we know that we're all human <laughs> beings here <laughs> Hugs <laughs> do not hurt Hugs do not hurt, no they do not So uh, until next week we'll see you guys all on the other side Who you gonna call? We Thanks for joining the Who Ghostbusters Interdimensional CrossRip Visit us at ProtonCharging.com <laughs> GhostbustersHQ.net And stillplayingwithtoys.net That used to be one of my two favorite shows You're kidding me Oh great, what was the other one? Bassmasters It's a fishing show Everything you're doing is bad you truly scare me. I
1: want you to love it. Next week, though, here was Pets. Weird. Who can you call? Who
0: you gonna call? Except for bear hugs. They can hurt. Oh, bear hugs do hurt. Did you see, did you see that thing about, uh, was it John Boyega just randomly kept going up to Adam Driver on the Star Wars set and hugging him because he's so angsty as a character as Kylo Ren? <sighs> no I missed that hugs hugs don't hurt man
1: hugs don't hurt man